show coming from the rec store Bet is packing and making a backflow Let's go chillin' with raccoons by the back door Take all so you can stake more All I wanna do is making door right But I found this crew and doing alright We wreck will bitch, ready to fight So many raccoons ready for the boss life I might fly high like a kite, right? But always ready for a shite for the right prize Raccoon supply has the right price Giving you respect if it's likewise So I'm buying all the mean guys with the clean heart Read between lies, laser bean through lean eyes Larry or with clean lies, trash mouth, mean smile Be wise, NFT wise, fuck with these guys It's the rack rap from the back lab 100 NFTs in my backpack Crazy rack rap from the stash app Rack will take a lead in this haystack <laughs> Today is Thursday, the 14th of December, 2023, and this is the Rack FM 42.money special. I know the team is late. I'm gonna just toss it right over to Robo. Secret Squirrel out. Hey guys, uh, let's just say a couple of technical glitches. Uh, let's just put it down to that and say no more and jump up and straight in. But uh, Timmy, yeah, you're on the official account. Are you, are you doing comms on that now, or what's the story there? Yeah, I'm. I'm just kind of been a fan of what Forty Two's been doing. Me and Daniel started talking the other day, and um, you know they're kind of approaching the same core issue I am with my projects, but from a like different angle. Um, and so you know I offered my help with just some like marketing outreach, this sort of thing. Um, and you know, yeah, we were. Happy to try and get this kind of stuff in front of more people. So, um, yeah, happy to be working with them. To me, well, them. bro, like, oh, it's class to me. Well, like I said to Timmy, see, Daniel, this is how we got to, to start talking about you. Uh, was obviously the uh, Cosmoverse, the uh, the pitch. I think that was like day three, wasn't it? Uh, well, obviously, like you guys, mm-hmm. amongst others, I think were pitching, yeah, alongside Stride and stuff. But I thought, I said to Timmy, that the first thing I said to him was, look, Timmy, outside of, like, the major keynote speakers, I thought I thought your pitch was fucking excellent, like, Daniel. Really well delivered, very engaging, mind. Really good stuff for Cosmoverse, mind. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. I love pitching, so you can put me on stage anytime, and uh, I, I enjoy the process. I pretty much just go there, and I'm just like, just go be yourself on stage. So that that's that's what I tell myself to to calm the nerves, dude. If I'm honest with you, I've got quite a few like South African friends and that. Uh, quite a few of them have left Thailand and stuff now, but they're all uh, obviously like they've been teachers with me and stuff. But they're all quite prominent, uh, really good like public speakers. Like I've got no fear about standing up in a you know in a big big audience in front of like hundreds of people and just like being able to deliver. That's a good. So, dude, yeah, Timmy, Timmy, I was like, oh, the, the South African dude, Timmy from Cosmoverse. And he was like, eh, no. And I'm like, no, man, he's, I mean, you have got a, a very, very fine, very fine accent there, Daniel. But I mean, dude, are you, are you Cape, T- Cape Town native or what? Where are you originally from? I've never heard someone ah, who dude. I would describe as having no accent until I met Daniel. <laughs> Uh, I say that about South Africans. I don't think I don't know if we have an accent. I think we just speak normally. 
Well, I mean, yes and no, because there are really distinct differences depending on people's heritage uh, and obviously sort of uh, geography. So I've got quite a few friends from like Durban and they kind of like from Scottish and uh, Welsh descent. And they kind of just have this like little bit of a kind of, I don't know, it's like almost like a little bit of a gentrified kind of accent. Do you know, a little bit like slower and a little bit like, yeah, from up north. Yes, yes, I know the Durban accent. I'm familiar. Daniel, do you still live down there or have you, have you moved to crypto-friendlier places or what? Um, so actually, I was living in San Francisco for a while. Um, and I will be moving to Portugal in the coming months. But I, weirdly enough, am in South Africa at the moment. So I'm here for Christmas time, um, seeing the family, etc. But yeah, Portugal is where I will be based from sort of 2024. Bro, you know, you know Portugal, you know the change in like the rules and regulations over there and that. So for the new people coming in, it's a whole different story. Thailand's where you want to be. Thailand's okay. supposed to be these days. <laughs> it's crypto friendly. It's getting better, yeah. The new guy is, he's doing a, a 10,000 baht digital wallet for like all of the population, which is going to cost like sort of oh, unbelievable amounts of money. They didn't even know where this uh, they didn't know where this money's coming from, but their Binance have just got a license here. Uh, the license and a couple of others. Uh, the wow. new government are definitely crypto friendly, but there are a lot of other good things going here. They've got really good like, uh, uh, like tech visas like sort of specialists, you know, the visas, if you, if you, if you're decent, the, the visa situation here is like through the, uh, B, uh, the BOT is really, or the BOI, sorry, is really easy to get, really easy. Yeah, I always say we're, we're so lucky that there's not one global government that could just ban crypto all at once, you know, it's like some governments try to stop it, but others are just doing their own thing. We're, we're pretty lucky about that. I mean, Daniel, uh, normally we, we don't really like it script these like interviews too much. So like we love them to come off as like a, a sort of around the campfire kind of chat with the family, you know. Uh, mm-hmm. Dude, just give us just give us like a quick, I don't know, one or two minutes about who's Daniel? Who's the dude? What's your what's your background? What do you like to do in your free time? Like who's mm-hmm. the dude? Who's the where dude? are you from? Where where are you from? What, what did you study? Or, you know, how did you get to where you're on now? You know, just give us a quick once-over so I can probably yeah. get to know you, yeah? Yeah, yeah, that's cool. So, um, grew up in South Africa. I studied finance and accounting. So, um, I understand the books behind businesses. I'm a CA, actually. And um, I then, I worked in investment banking for three years and sort of felt like there was more to uh, life then investment banking and sort of like what are all these people doing running around like uh, on, on, in the rat race almost like trying to chase these dreams and give out as much debt as possible. Um, I was never quite satisfied. I then moved on to work at a fintech company for about two years. Um, and there I did a whole bunch of things, but pretty much started a division for them and scaled that. Moved over to London for a little while. Um, and then I did an MBA, so I studied for a little bit in the Bay Area and uh, worked at a couple venture capital uh, VCs in, in San Francisco. 
And, and then I worked at Binance Labs for a while too in the venture capital team. So that was sort of my first full-time role in crypto where I was um, all of a sudden drinking from the fire hose, trying to find entrepreneurs to invest in and sort of trying to make heads and tails of what it means to actually invest in, in uh, crypto founders and sort of looked at that. That was still in the peak of the bull market. So I realized that uh, that it doesn't look that hard actually so uh, it's funny because you you you, people often often think uh, crypto is the easiest way to make money but then once you get in it you realize it can also when when it's a bear market it's one of the hardest ways to make money which is kind of funny Um, but I guess that's that's the volatility for you Um, yeah so then uh, founded 42 after leaving Binance so it was sort of around uh, almost a year and a half ago now uh, was working with an engineer as a co-founder who left the team and we pivoted and we've sort of been through ups and downs along the way. But uh, we've come out through it. So um, we, I think it's the, the, the sort of building through the bear market is of course hard, but um, it definitely grows you, I think, as a person as a, and as an entrepreneur. Um, and there's a lot of invaluable lessons. I'm actually super grateful we've been building through this bear market. Um, but yeah, th- that's very much a digressing from who I am. Otherwise, I love to surf. I love to um, adventure. Um, I like to I like to hustle into uh, parties and events, especially crypto events that I wasn't necessarily invited to. When I don't, I'm not on the guest list or anything. I love just showing up and seeing how I can get in. That's like one of my my skill sets, um, and I've done that a number of times. And I've never actually been turned away from a crypto event. So uh, I'm bro, we are we are kindred, we are kindred spirits. This is what I used to do back in the day, like in in clubs like Cream and Gear Crasher and that in the Bafer when I lived there. Like, dude, I used to climb up the side of a mountain to get into Pasha and that man. Like, you've got any idea the length and breadth we used to go to to get it like exclusive events back in the day? Yeah. If you can blag, exactly. you can blag. <laughs> exactly, and I. I, I, I like love the process of doing it. Like obviously getting into these exclusive events is amazing. I've met some of the best people I've met in crypto through some of these events, you know, because I was just like pretty much a, a nobody entrepreneur. I mean, obviously when I was at Binance, it was a bit easier because I got, I got invited all sorts of places. But when I started, when I founded 42, I was hardly invited anywhere. So I'd have to go hustle into the places myself, into the right rooms. But um, I love the process of it. I'm, planning out and strategizing how i get in actually had so i have so much fun in that process well bro i will i will just say you do pass like the first sniff test straight away because like surfing as someone who spent the best part of like three years trying to learn and just couldn't because i'm like six foot fucking four and i've got like zero center of gravity like dude it's ridiculous like like, I know how hard those, I mean, I used to bodyboard, but I know how hard those boys go. If anyone in the room doesn't know, I'm telling you, this guy, surfing is one of the most extreme sports on the body. Like, you have to be super fucking fit, like, don't you, Daniel? Really fit yeah. like a surf. Yeah, it's a hard sport. Um, it takes, problem is the, the waves are always inconsistent. So it takes so long to learn because you can go get in the ocean and it can be too big or too small or too messy. Very few days you actually get in perfect conditions, you know. So you, 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 but then when after like battling through a lot of shit, 
when it is perfect conditions than you than you saw. And I guess that's uh, probably quite analogous to uh, the crypto industry and and building through hard times. Because when it's good, it's going to be way easier. You got you got sharks as well down there, haven't you, bro? Got be careful. You got big yep. sharks, haven't you? So far. We've got some great whites. We've got some great whites around here. Haven't you? You got some beasts. Uh, mate, talking about bites, did you get any bites after? Uh, I mean, I haven't looked into like the funding side of it. Obviously, we love to talk to people about things. Did you get any bites after Cos- uh, Cosmoverse? Um, yeah, we, we we raised a bit of money. We are uh, still closing off the round, but um, we have we definitely have got some bites. That's for sure, and we got some some. Some very um like I would say uh what's the word like principled investors which which I love more than anything investors who are kind of thinking about crypto for the long term um so yeah that that's great to hear or oh, great uh, to gonna, be was, surrounded by I was going to say have you got any investors like with advantages you know where they like might bring a little something or is it just cold hard cash like you guys don't need anything outside of the actual physical like cash injection um no we've got we've got sort of the full array of of investors some of them help from a technical perspective some of them help with just introductions to like maybe whales who would support us in some way um yeah, it's, uh, a lot of them are like very good sort of men, like life or business mentors, um, and almost are, are more advisors than just cold hard cash. At least a lot of the the investors that have invested in in us. So I, I feel very grateful with uh, with with our uh, sort of investor cap table. Dude, I always pick up on people's language and, you know, you're always using the, the plural pronouns when you're obviously talking about the team, which is totally correct. So that would be a perfect moment for me. To, oh, he's Bruce. He might want a co-host. That would be a perfect moment for me to kind of like pivot into the team. Uh, so, Daniel, what's like the overview? Because I know there might be like sort of part-timers or some community members as well as like the hardcore back end because... You know, we always look at teams and rate them on kind of like things like bloat, et cetera, you know. How's your yeah. team at the minute? What's the score? Yeah, so we've actually got a pretty amazing team at the moment. So uh, I mentioned my co-founder left just over a year ago, like while we were sort of pivoting into what we are now. Um, and during that pivot, I was the only member of 42 at the time that sort of stayed on. And I'm not an engineer. So I sort of had my hands tied to a large degree. But um, at Cosmoverse last year in 2022 in Medellin, um, I went to a conference and pretty much spent the whole conference trying to recruit a hackathon team that could help build 42 into its next phase. And um, I managed to recruit one of one of our teammates named Alicio, who was on my hackathon team, and he's he's incredible. Um, and he joined the team full-time directly after the hackathon. And he, funnily enough, actually, he's from Argentina, and he won some sort of a competition where Cosmoverse paid for his ticket to go to Medellin. So it was like, it was completely this full circle when we won the pitch event this year at Cosmoverse, because he was there, and he told the organizers that he, he actually won their free ticket to Cosmoverse last year. Um, and they flew him to Cosmoverse, and now he won the pitch event a year later. But um, so yeah, so, so yeah, 
that's insane that that's crazy yeah that's crazy. crazy yeah it's crazy so um yeah Alicio is uh, sort of our cto and technical product manager and then uh, a guy named Moritz who who won the the hackathon in in Medellin. So we recruited him directly after the hackathon. So Alicia and I didn't win the hackathon. Moritz's team did win, and we recruited Moritz off that team uh, directly afterwards. So we sort of the have been the three core members that have been together for over a year now since Medellin. Um, and we've recruited two other front end engineers who've who've joined the team recently. So obviously. 42 is very much a front-end focused play. Um, so front-end engineers are super important for us. So we've uh, we found two amazing front-end engineers who, who are also building. And that, that's the core team. And then obviously we have uh, some uh, part-time contributors such as Timmy, who's been helping us from a marketing perspective. And um, yeah, that, that's, that's pretty much the, the core the core members. I like that. I like that. That's that's a that's a well fucking balanced uh, team. That's that's no bloat like for what you guys are aiming for, you know. So you do, yeah. You, I mean, obviously you're talking about the successes of uh, Cosmoverse. I mean, you must be very encouraged by like what you've seen in the last few months, and yeah, and people like Timmy wanting to be involved, and you're getting it. You know, you seem to be getting a bit of traction, Daniel, at the minute, right? Yeah, that's what it seems like. I mean, it's still obviously super early, um, but it's interesting to also see like how people are thinking about Cosmos in general. Like, I've obviously I've been trying to raise money for this for for quite a while, and a lot of a lot of investors sort of along the way were like, "Why are you building in Cosmos? There's no TVL in Cosmos. There's no TVL." And like, I heard this over and over again. I'm like, I know there's no TVL Cosmos. I'm the one building there, you know. But um, just recently, the other day, uh, I mentioned to someone, yeah, at some point we would like to, obviously, we're, we're building an interchain app. So at some point, we obviously want to um, build, uh, incorporate Ethereum. And they were sort of like, actually, I'll just double down on Cosmos. And just and, and funnily enough, since then, we've been hearing more and more of this from from investors who who all of a sudden are starting to, I think, see that potentially in the next bull market, Cosmos may come um, come up strong. Um, yeah, obviously Ethereum is pretty saturated, block space constrained. There's a lot of L2 activity, I think, but um, there's a lot of sort of criticism around around uh, the decentralization of that. So hopefully Cosmos is, is the one to follow. And I mean, you look at Solana and, and the benefits of Solana being like high speed, high efficiency, et cetera. But any Cosmos app chain could theoretically replicate Solana too, um, plus, plus more. Um, and I think we're seeing sort of that stuff with, for example, Injective. Um, so yeah, I think hopefully the fact that we took a bet on Cosmos over the last year and a half does come to fruition in, in sort of the, the coming few months. It's, it's, it's just from, what, from a lot of people, I've heard it's just a, a really, really like pleasurable, like when you put all the bullshit and the politics and stuff aside, it's a very, very pleasurable like place to build. People say, hey, I believe we might have Timmy back. Is that right, Timmy? Do we have you back or what? Yeah, yep. I think I was only gone for a moment. I see. <laughs> 
I thought you might have got a call. Uh, I thought you might have got a call or something. Yeah. No, just just beautiful. So to me, I mean, glitches. Oh, it's been terrible. Absolutely terrible. Timmy, what attracted you then to 42? What what kind of set the wheels in motion with that then? Uh, personally, like, I'm, as you know, have, a, like, a slightly different, uh, I was about to say perspective, but rather uh, things in crypto uh, that appeal to me are a bit different than the average person just because I've been in crypto so long. I've seen a million dog talk. Yeah, you're a big, you're a big front end guy. You you're a big front end guy. Yeah, you're a I'm big a big, like you know in depth missing yeah. piece guy, right? And I think the front end is still a missing piece. There are some beautiful, cool front ends out there, but still nothing that aggregates and makes things easy, um, especially for like a new user or your average. You know, let me get my mom into crypto beyond having a Coinbase account. Like, where do you even have her start? And I just kind of saw what 42 was doing. I actually forget how Daniel and I got, you know, uh, specifically talking in the first place, but um, was just like a big fan of someone, like I said, similar to the high level mindset we have for interchain info. Um, just in that crypto has an amazing foundation, but it needs more surface level tools to let the average user access that foundation. Mic drop. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's, no, no, yeah. I didn't. I didn't. No, no, I didn't know if you were finished. Yeah, I didn't. I, know I, I didn't have, so, yeah, that's that's sort of the the main main crux of it. Is like I'm a huge fan of these projects that are just doing something a little different and thinking about the end user experience. So it's a complete like aggregator right across the board of kind of like everything, right? Daniel. Yeah, maybe Daniel, do you want to maybe give well, like, uh, a quick high level overview for for listeners and such? Uh, yeah, I, I want to know. I want to know, like, say, like, are they leveraging, like, say, a TFM on the back end, or you know, like, uh, like, uh, obviously, there's different. Obviously, that's what kind of like a lot of these kind of similar projects. I'm not going to say exact same projects, but similar can kind of leverage other other tech and build it into their back end. So, Daniel, yeah, how, how, what are you doing, mate? Yeah, so I think uh, I think on a on a high level, we're really just trying to make asset management easy across the interchain. So there are a number of different asset management type protocols or strategies where users can put their put their assets, and we're finding that users find it difficult to to actually navigate the interchain strategies and to to see where the best places to put their assets are. So we um, so we're essentially aggregating a variety of those uh, different protocols. Now, when I say asset management protocols, that could be or strategies that could be something simple like depositing into a liquidity pool on Osmosis, where you would just get a straight up return on on your on your assets, or it could be depositing into something like Quasar or Sommelier, where they're actually more actively managing your assets. And we're just pretty much consolidating all of these different places where users can get a return into into one uh, into one UX, so and and trying to just be this hub for any user depositing their assets anywhere. Um, we're obviously looking at a bunch of AI type of assistance stuff, where it's uh, where you could say to the the AI agent, "What is the like? I want to diversify fifty atom." 
what is the best way to do this to earn the highest return kind of thing. And it will, based on your individual preferences, will we'll start showing you um, the best place to, to deposit it. And then you could click confirm and it will it will just do it for you. That's sort of the the I'd say medium to to long run vision. I mean, I, I think in the long run actually AI will be managing um your assets for you if uh, yeah, probably completely in the long run. But I think before that is at least uh, recommending for, for the user what to do. Um in terms of what what we're using in the back end. Currently, we obviously we've we've developed a sort of uh, we've we've rolled out a sort of very early alpha product, which I guess is like an MVP to some degree. But we've got a beta coming out, hopefully soon. We're just dealing with one last wallet connect issue at the moment that we're trying to iron out. But um, based on this sort of early product, which is it's still like nowhere near where we want it to be, but it, it is it is a step in the right direction. We we're leveraging quite a few infrastructure providers who who help us with uh with routing the tokens to the to the right strategies, um specifically on the Dex aggregation side and um I know you mentioned TFM we haven't at the moment integrated with TFM TFM uh we're currently integrated only with Skip but obviously we we would be open to to speaking with a variety of different protocols and sort of seeing where the best where the best way to do tokens? They'd be they'd be all over you. They'd be oh Rebel DeFi. Just just drop Rebel DeFi uh, a quick DM. We'll set up an introduction and uh, yeah, man. Of course, we, we have spoken with them actually, and we we are in communication with them. The only problem is we're we're like we're trying to get this basic product launched, and we're like putting out so many fires on that. So it's a, a matter of where do we put our uh, our resources or our time at the moment. Um, but yeah, TFM is definitely uh, on our like short-term integrations pipeline. But yeah, right now it's like, how do we get the most basic product out that adds value to users? Um, so yeah, I mean, there's also obviously Squid Root, which is uh, they're a super good team and a, and a great project. They're they're leveraging Axelar. Um, so there, there are a number of teams out there, and it's it's really about like how do we prioritize which infrastructure providers to to actually integrate with. I mean, in an ideal world, we sort of aggregate, we sort of aggregate across them and uh, and find the best whoever offers us the best price, uh, the best prices for a specific trade is who we would uh, settle the transaction with. So Daniel, it sounded there like it's a it's a build as you go kind of project, right? So you said like you're pushing to get this first project out, you're writing out everything, right? So it's a it's an incremental thing, right? With 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 you guys, yeah. yeah. I was going to say like, dude, what 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 is so far though as a team? I mean, you mentioned the the bear market and that, like as an entity, the whole thing. What's predominantly been like your biggest challenges so far to date? Yeah. Um... Hmm. I mean, that could be like in friction, in friction team action. This could be like, you know, a wider uh, stuff with Cosmos. It could be anything from the whole entity, you know? <laughs> I know. I'm like, I'm, uh, I'm trying to think of the, the biggest challenge because there's been so many big challenges. I feel like the whole, the whole process of starting a startup is just one big challenge with, with broken up into challenges. Um, but Daniel, 
quickly, while you're thinking, while you're thinking then about your biggest challenge, like, dude, this is what I thought about earlier. So in a startup, I was involved in a startup when I was really young, early 20s, and the amount of pressure to perform in the office, like 8 or 8, 8 or 9, sometimes getting home at 10 p.m. at night, the pressure to perform and bring in the numbers and bring in the cash was really ridiculous just to keep roofs over our heads and keep the office going. Like, uh, people didn't understand, Daniel, like, and you're involved in something like your own business and your own startup, right, or that you've founded with others. It's really stressful, isn't it? Yeah, it is stressful. Um, so, yeah, that, that's, that I think also leads on to, like, just all the challenges. There are just so many. But I, I feel like I've definitely gotten better at managing the stress. I, like, I try not to take as seriously as I used to like for example um you get so many no's from investors you know and in the beginning it was like oh an investor said no and like I was really like hoping they would invest now I literally just brush the no's under my like I just brush them away and continue and so often I'm just like okay this is this is the new challenge of the day um but we'll get through it kind of thing and and that's kind of my my approach I don't I don't get like bogged down as much anymore by by sort of roadblock that that present themselves um at the end of the day sorry mate did that ever give you reasons the vcs when you're saying like obviously getting rejected do they ever like actually give you like formal reasons like proper explanations and feedback or what they they do they do a lot of them were like say no based on the fact that we're building on cosmos and that's been that's actually probably been one of the hardest things is, is um choosing to build on cosmos because there's just like so few so few investors that that want to invest in cosmos or they, they historically has been um and that's probably i would say been one of my biggest challenges is like trying to convince people to actually put money into the cosmos ecosystem um yeah i would say and yeah i would say i'd say that's that's been a, a huge challenge um, but Would also, you... like, yeah. Go on, sorry, Matt. Sorry. I, I guess I guess the thing is, is like that they they give you the they give you reasons, and there's so many uh like like VCs give you a reason why they're not investing, but you you speak to a lot of entrepreneurs who do have successful companies, and how many no's they got along the way, and it's just like VCs. Obviously, I don't want to say. I, I mean, a lot of them just kind of follow the trends of what other VCs do. Um, a lot of them don't think for themselves. Some of them do think for themselves. But um, as an entrepreneur, you kind of just got to ha- have conviction in in your own uh, in your own abilities and your own uh, like uh, um, like outlook, and and go with that and and brush the nose away. To take what you want into account, but uh, but continue. Wow, uh, Daniel, there's something I'm really... So we have got Bruce here. Bruce, get your mute on a second. Uh, we'll have to welcome you, but I've got something I'm so intrigued about, Daniel. And at Rack FM, you can be very open and honest, dude. We are the most honest show on the airwaves. Like, so, and, and nobody will think bad or whatever, like Daniel, but like, do you think you would build, like, say, and... and in your back of your mind, do you have like acquisition or, or merger and acquisition in your mind, like for the future? So I'll, I'll give you an example. Obviously, we've just seen uh, Pulsar, Pulsar Finance, uh, get uh-huh. acquired uh, by TFL. 
So I, you're probably you probably saw the news, Daniel. But in the back of your mind, or are you just like totally confident about just building this to where you want it to be? There's no like acquisition or, or merger in your mind, or are you open to it in the future? Um, I don't know. It's a, it's an interesting question. I think right now it's just like focus on making the interchain easy. Um, at some point, if if it makes sense, if it makes sense to our users, and if it makes sense to us as a company, I think we would probably be open to it. Um, but obviously, that all depends on the facts and circumstances at the time. Right now, it's just like, let's add value to our users um, and continue doing what's best to sort of progress crypto to be to be mainstream. Bloody good answer, mate. I did, yeah, you sound like the guy that's just so like embedded in making this dream come true. Like, yeah, this is what they always say on Shark Tank and stuff, don't they, man? It's always about the people behind the project. Uh, Bruce, <laughs> Bruce, uh, good afternoon, sir, or good, uh, good early evening to you, whatever it is. Good evening. Good evening. Well, this is a lively space, huh? Oh, dude, are you are you communicating from nineteen forty three again? Are you? God damn it. Give is that me where you are right now? 1940. Sorry, bro. That's okay. It's okay. Sorry, Daniel. Is this better? Oh. It, it is. What did you do there? You queued it straight away. What did you bro, do? Do that all I, the time. I have faulty wires in my life. Loose connections and faulty wires all over. I think. Are you talking about your phone or your brain? I mean, you have 42 <laughs> wires, right? Exactly. 42 <laughs> faulty wires. <laughs> No, but please, so, please yeah, Daniel me, Bruce, uh, disturb, man. I'm just listening. No, no, I thought you might have any. I thought you might have any questions because I know you're all about like you know security, 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 and everything. And you always come in with some question. But have you been enjoying the space so far, thus far? Absolutely. I just arrived home from work. A very long day today, so I was very happy to see there was some ear candy for me to listen into. So yeah, I'm just happy, happy and tired. Yeah, long day for me too. It seems like with this market being up at the end of the year, everyone's just all of a sudden pushing. I think everyone was kind of getting ready for Christmas and then uh, had to all of a sudden switch into work mode all of a sudden. People be selling bad kids on there for Christmas presents right now. When I tell you those bad kids are going mental on that. Jesus, what are they like two grand or something now? They're like one end or something on there? But why? Tell me about the utility. Well, it's a it's a ticket, isn't it? It's a it's a ticket to the special group, you know, the special elite group, right? That we don't want to be in. So yeah. Anyway, Bruce, yeah, you've got no direct questions or no for Daniel or, or Timmy. Wait, Bruce, well, have, you ever, have you ever bought a have you ever bought a meme coin of any kind? Oh yeah, I've made money on some of Oh Lord. Yep. I bought loads of meme coins, mate. They don't need utility. <laughs> I still can't wrap my head around it either, but it's how this market works. <laughs> Timmy just doubles down every time he sees every time Timmy sees a meme coin pump and he just like doubles down on uh, on link and he's proved right every fucking time isn't he uh, <laughs> I'll tell you what though did you did you all hear Daniel at the beginning of the interview when he said like thank fuck we've like been building like during this bear and stuff like that like and I, I always write down like questions I've got at certain points right when, when I, I hear somebody like mentioning something so Daniel, first of all, were there any points in this whole journey where you just wanted to give up? 
right? Especially how brutal the bear was recently. Uh, is there any time that you like wanted to give up? And like, what was probably like your worst like bear experience? I mean, did you get caught in FTX? Did you get caught in Luna? Did you have any like real? Were you pretty safe? Were you cushy and stable? So what? Yeah, I think uh, with the times I wanted to give up. Um, yeah, there were definitely some hard times where I was like, I think yeah, I think around the time of the terror crash, etc. Um, that was probably that was super hard. Where I was like, what am I doing in this industry? What like are we are we doing good for the world? I think I think that that was a lot of a lot of the stuff. Like, is this is this actually gonna be good? Um, also, like DeFi is obviously a crazy industry in itself. Like a lot of regulatory uncertainty. And I was just like, there were times where I just thought, why are we like, why why am I putting myself through the strain for what kind of thing? Um, but yeah, there there were definitely some some times when I, I thought about giving up, but just continued on. I, I also. I think I had a, I think I had like some sort of a, a turning point around like um, probably around March this year, where uh, I actually just started like seeing how much fun I was having and how much I love being in crypto and and I think like that I think that 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 March was a huge turning point for me and it was that it was just after March that like a lot of like almost around the same time that my mental attitude changed to what I'm doing and like just actually embracing the process for what it is. And not being as outcome focused necessarily. That was around the same time our product started coming together. Uh, we started getting some interest in to to uh, in our investment round. Then obviously uh, we won we won the uh, before we won the Cosmoverse pitch event this year. We actually won the Gateway to Cosmos event in Prague, which was in about May. Um, and then we managed to raise funds soon after that. So it was like sort of all in line with like this mental shift that I had in March that like all of a sudden things started like just really picking up and gelling. Um, the team just started gelling better and we, we just started like really, really forming much better. Dude, you don't have to give us names. I don't know, but uh, have you got any like a uh, major L1 Cosmos founders, you know how I'm talking about the the Sunnies, the the Gregs. Have you got any major? You don't have to like mention names, but have you got any major uh, Cosmos L1 uh, uh, investors? Oh no, uh, we do. We do have one. Only yeah. one. Oh, yeah. Oh, we should do the yes or no game, shouldn't we? We should do the yes or no game until we figure out who it is. I'm only joking. I don't. He's not. Uh, uh, I wouldn't say he's like one of the core core ones, but he's definitely he's there. Ooh, he's, so, he's he's in the realm. So potentially not even a cartel member, Robo. <laughs> yeah. Potentially. I wonder. But he is. Uh, he does head up his. Own, he does head up his own chain. Oh, I'm so I'm I'm like I'm I'm rubbing my chin, you know. When you rub your chin, when you're pondering, you're thinking, okay, okay, okay. Uh, Daniel, what kind of person are you like? Because it's good crack listening. It's it's great. Honestly, you're better off finding out about the people behind the project. But I I mean, do you do a lot of like days and stuff? Do you do, do a lot of like DeFi? Oh, do you flip it? Like, are you an NFT? Are you collecting NFTs? Do you flip NFTs? Are you 
What about you? Yeah, because I know devs, from my experience, come from a lot of different ilk. There's devs that, like, you know, don't touch trading. I mean, what about yourself, Daniel? How do you play the crypto game? Yeah, I do. I, I do. I dabble in quite a lot of DeFi. I wouldn't say I'm the biggest, hardest DeFi degen. And funnily enough, since I've been uh, founding 42, it's been even less so because I just, like, don't necessarily have the capacity to i mean I, I do get involved with new projects like kind of test them out more than to like um like ape into things but um yeah I've, i i i own some nfts that i personally like like i don't never been like a big uh buy sell trade but like if i if i sort of I, I look at nfts like like artworks in a way and um and pretty much the advice I heard early on in NFTs is just like buy stuff that you like personally. And that's that's sort of the the approach that, that I've got in, in that realm. So so yeah, I mean I, I like to experiment, I like to see what's sort of coming in, in DeFi, but um I'm not like a hardcore DJ and always like going for the max yields. Uh, I'm a I'm a fan of, of playing around for airdrops also. I, I, I'm a, I like a good airdrop farm. So, yeah. Ken, oh, we all love a good airdrop, don't we? We do. That, Go on, that yeah. airdrop is still doing me favors. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's nice. Mm -hmm. I just want to know how Dave okay. he eats his Dude, sandwich. One second. Have you seen what's happening though? What's happening? Kujira is going fucking metal. Injective protocol. I mean, it's got injections, hasn't it? It's fucking Jesus Christ. Mm -hmm. And we're seeing some pumps right now. Dave mm -hmm. Byman. Dave Byman. Neutron mm -hmm. as well. <laughs> oh, there's ridiculous money to be made. Yeah. Even, have you seen there, DVPN? Actually, I'll tell you what, DVPN, you know, even back to get back to one cent is like uh, nearly a one, eight or nine X from here. DVPN's up like a, nearly a 10x on its all-time low. Wow. I'm, I'm, only, I'm only bragging because I've got like half a mil sitting there. <laughs> I, th wow. I did sell the top like, I did sell the top and I bought a shitload, but like oh, I bought 300 grand at the bottom or something. But uh, <laughs> there's a few cheeky Cosmos coins that people should, you saw what happened with Huahua. There's real games like, I looked at our treasury the other day and I was like, fucking hell, Bruce. In, look at the treasury, like our wahwa, like I don't know, whatever it is, two and a half million or something, it's like fucking three X or something. We should have sold the top anyway. Yeah, but yeah, man, Wawa right. Did, so, Daniel, sorry, Wawa did like a 200 200% pump in like two months, right? All right, dude, have you seen DVPN since the show? Bro, I... if you go and chart at the DVPN, it's unbelievable. It's up like uh 250% on the show. <laughs> Damn, Daniel. Why, why, why don't we have a token? We could have Robo pumping it. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's, that's what I was going to ask. All right, tokenization. So we've just seen Levana tokenize. Uh, I think we're going to see some others like uh, like sort of uh, auxiliary uh, pro projects, we could say, if you, if you know what I mean, Daniel. Like, I, I would say it's like an auxiliary kind of project as opposed to like a, a call like L1 or even an L2, you, you know what I mean? Uh, obviously, like a, a DAP, et cetera. But yeah, how, how do we see this going? Like, how do we see this panning out? Mm. I mean, it's definitely something we're considering. So right now, it's really focused on just getting the product out and 
develop, uh, getting something that users like that, uh, and hopefully bringing a, a to- like a token out that that adds utility to to users. So, um, yeah, I mean, we are it's definitely being considered actively, especially going into the new year with with all the current stuff happening. But um, yeah, more information on that will will come out soon. Dude, if you could give us your top three projects right now, looking at the Cosmos Eco, we're saying we've just mentioned a few there. Like, what are you really like excited about? And that that then gives you like inspiration for what you're doing in the background. Like, what are the things that you're looking at going, yeah, fuck, I've built in the right place and I shouldn't have went over there to take that investment, you know, from the people who didn't want to invest in Cosmos. I mean, what is giving you that like drive and determination you must be getting from other things than just your project right yeah i think so um i mean obviously i'll I'll, like i know this is maybe a boring answer but i love what osmosis is doing in terms of being this sort of like liquidity hub and sort of how they're positioning themselves and they've obviously had some some good stuff happening on their token too recently but I think I think they're they're just like a, an amazing executing team that's giving users what they what they want. Um, what other projects? Obviously, I think there I think there's still a lot to be seen from Injective, um, in terms of just like usage and adoption. Besides for for their their token, um, but I I do really like them as a project. I and I and I love Kajira. I think the Kajira team's amazing. I think they. They ship good stuff. I, I like. I, obviously, they're closed source, which is somewhat controversial in the industry. But um, I think the, the the team is obviously South African, their founding team, and uh, I, I I get on really well with them. Um, in terms of specific projects, I haven't been like too dialed in to a lot of the projects. Obviously, founding the company is pretty full time. I'm trying to think what I'm what I'm super excited about in terms of like not chains but actual apps. I mean, obviously Levana is great, um, but I know I'm I'm saying all the all the sort of mainstream ones, which is uh, I guess where I focus my time and, and energy these days. What, Dude, what, that's, no, you're bang on the money. That, that that's how we're all thinking. But you mentioned, I mean, I'm gonna have to ask you. You're on your personal account, and we always rate personal opinions over corporate opinions. Like on the, I'd say Timmy's on the corporate account, right? The closed source versus open source. Because I mean, you know, Raccoon got bet. Our contracts are obviously closed source. Blah blah. H- how do you feel, like morally, ethically, and like professionally? Because I can, I sometimes know that the, those, the first two, sometimes don't agree with the third one, right? Uh, like, what's your like? Uh, n- not not the company man. Like Daniel's like real opinion about that argument. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to think. Um, I don't know. I guess it's uh. No, let me think about that question. I think. So, so it, just to give you an idea, just to give you an idea, like I would dev say, hey, pay to play. Do you want to put and say the code, come and invest in the thing? Because we've built this project from nothing. Why should we give you our secret source for free? That's what I would dev say anyway. Yeah. So, so that, that is the thing. And I mean, we're obviously also closed for now. Like, I think, I think at the end of the day, projects need to. Yeah, if giving away your secret source too quickly, at least, 
you're you're giving away your sort of competitive edge and and it's it's another obstacle for you to climb as a startup you know it's like there's already so many obstacles there's i don't really know why you would need to create extra obstacles and, and i guess that that should be way off with the the benefits of or the obstacles by not being open source because obviously that's frowned upon and potentially you get less community or less uh, less traction because you're a closed source so i guess i guess really at the end of the day it's an individual um perspective of what you think if you morally want your project to succeed because you think it can add significant value to users or to society or whatever it is then you want to act in the in the most strategic way for you to achieve that goal and um i guess that that, that is probably project specific into what is creates the least obstacles being closed source or being open source i don't, I don't know i guess i guess that was a very diplomatic answer to your question but uh, um it's kind of how i think about it is that it's, it should be looked at on an individual basis Oh, dude, we love it. This is the place to come and talk about this shit, man, dude. Everybody's answers are fucking always appreciated over here, man. It's the, it's the platform. Bruce, what were you talking about there? Sandwiches. What, were you going to ask Daniel some of the, Bro, the questions? I or just what? wanted to know if you went through the, the three mandatory questions. No, I didn't. Bro, you have to do it. I was, we were late. We, uh, we had technical problems. We were very, very late. So for once in the, in my life, I'm going to hand this over to you for these three questions for Daniel. Then we're going to ask Timmy, because I, I presume Daniel's probably busy uh, and he's probably got to shoot soon. But we'll ask Timmy if he wants to bring anything up on the official side of things. Bruce, what's the three questions? So first... Guys, I do have to go now, unfortunately. You have to go now? Uh, have you got to jump, Daniel? No problem. No problem, oh, dude, if you've got to jump. Hour. We totally understand that. No worries, I, can, um, I, can, uh, I can hang around for a few minutes and attempt any questions you might, guys might have, but um, I don't yeah, yeah, yeah. know. Cool. All right. Well, we can let you go, Daniel. I know it's the top of the hour and you got stuff to right. hop to. Yeah, uh, very, very quickly, Daniel, very, very quickly. It's been an honor and a pleasure. You're a, a gentleman and a scholar. Uh, please come back anytime after you. Let's do some product launch shit after the, the stuff's all out there. Yeah, come back anytime, brother. Okay. Definitely. Yeah. So we are pushing some stuff out hopefully next week. Um, and we will, lo I'd love to be on the show again at some point once we do have some more product out to, to talk about. I'll, uh, I'll tell him about Mate, and drop in as a, yeah, yeah, but drop in as a friendly listener when we have the unrecorded. If you're bored and you're busy working or something, just feel free to drop in any time and say hello. We have unrecorded shit all the time, you know. I, can, uh, a banter. I don't know why, but sometimes if you need a slight distraction on the side while working, these Rack FM spaces are perfect. I'll just half listen on the side a ton of the time, and it somehow helps productivity. But anyways, you got to run. All right, you guys. We'll see you later. Cool. Thanks for the show. Have a good one, man. Take care, bro. Um, I'll I'll quickly shout out. Take care, Yeah, to me. Yeah, I'll quickly I'll share to the share. I think, I think the number one like action item Daniel would want me to get across is we are getting like close to launch. We'll probably be uh, early Q1 of next year, probably like maybe even January. Um, I say we. I'm really just helping as sort of uh, 
an advisor and like part-time position, but I love what they're doing. So um, there is a wait list that you can sign up for, apply to, um, and get early access to not just the initial launch here, but also like future updates, beta versions, that sort of thing. So uh, pinned it to the top there. Uh, that's probably the number one action item you can dive into at the moment. The, the the thing that's really important, and I say we're getting new speakers, the thing that's really important to understand, right, guys, is you've got fragmentation now, right, within the, the greater IBC. No one can really imagine what the fragmentation is going to be like when there's a thousand chains. We're just hitting the oh, hundreds so of chains now. So true. Oh, stop. Oh, it, dude, it's ridiculous. People are not even thinking about the next five years. People already... Uh, us in crypto, I know that specifically like you, I, Bruce, we talk about this, so we're aware. But in general, people in our position who have been here through the bear, who are deep into crypto, you you lose perspective on just how daunting and complicated all this stuff is. Like the number one barrier that seems to pop up of people attempting to overcome when learning crypto is just like understanding wallets. And that's a problem that exists because of the multi-chain problem, right? Like oh, so wait, this MetaMask thing I've heard about all the time shouldn't really use it for Cosmos. And then even just the concept of your funds not living in your wallet, but on chain and different wallets being a way to access it. All this stuff is not intuitive. And the interchange... Bro, bro, we, exactly. Yeah. Like we, we, can, we can use, but we, the thing is, we, who's been here from Dear Dot, from the start of this whole thing, but the, you know, the beginning of it, we can use uh, Sonar, we can use Leap, and we, then we can use uh, Station Wallet, right? We can cross those, like, egos, right? We can use Sonar to do shit. We can be in, in Ghost with some other shit, right? Then we can be moving shit through TFM over with Leap. We can be getting stuff on Station, blah, blah. How the fuck would anyone coming in? I've tried to onboard people, clever people, and they're like... And the most like the most people complete, like Liz. the most complete wallet I've found in terms of support for the most D apps and chains needs a lot of work on the UX side, and that's XDefi. So XDefi works for most Cosmos things, most EVM, Solana, like it's really well rounded in that capacity. But it's not something a new user can come into and just start using. It's a little complicated, like where to find your various addresses or switch between networks. It's clearly a power user tool. And so what we need is something that's, you know, wide ranging like that, that you can use for a number of different ecosystems, but has the simplicity of, I mean, I'm going to be honest, I haven't explored a ton of wallets in the past couple of years, but I remember there was this little trend back in like 2017, 18 of, wallets that were going for this minimalist, simplistic feel. Like I remember one called Bread that was pretty cool. It had a token BRD, something like that, but with broad ranging support so you don't need to have five different ones installed. <laughs> um, that being said, actually, because Finn and Coin Landing Page job jumped up and also Robo and Bruce want your opinions, we at ICI are actually probably going to run a poll about this here soon. And I've also been talking with Daniel about it. Two-part question, I guess, for everyone on stage here. What is your personal favorite wallet? And then two, what do you kind of consider like the wallet of the inner chain? Like, is it still Kepler? Has that been dethroned? Is it... Nah, 
no, 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 no. I'll answer. I'll answer for you now. Listen to me. The word on the street. Everyone I speak to. Everyone I know. Every flipper. Every NFT Dijon. Every DeFi Dijon. Leap, leap, leap on on multiple uh, devices. There's at the minute. There's nothing that can touch leap in this fucking entire eco industry as of today. And I'm gonna. I'll debate anybody about this. Like anybody mobile. So. The Can you give me, I've got to say, like the desktop. I, I kind of agree, but trying to be neutral ah. here, give me two or three sentences. What is it about Leap that stands out to you? Listen, yeah, well, I'll tell you, take over. It's the wallet that works for the thing I'm trying to do. And if that happens to be Station, then cool. If it happens to be Leap, then cool. If it happens to be Kepler, well, not as cool, but whatever. This shit works. I, I think it's nice having our shit siloed in these little things because if all your shit was in one wallet you'd lose your money instantly because we can't help not click on dumb fuck shit because we need that airdrop and so for me it's whatever wallet that works and if it's leap because stater got paid a bunch of bank and spun up a bunch of devs to spin up a wallet that works well you know not great but so be it until someone else does it better i mean that's what we're stuck with I'll I'll make it even shorter. Um, fast and communicative devs. Is is that your answer for why Leap stands out? Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Gotcha. Cool. Cool. I think. Can I can I second that? Wait. Can I second that though? I've heard from multiple devs how good the Leap team are. Mind how responsive. How like I'm talking like within like an hour. They're they have got the best customer service out there, mind to me. Okay. Also, so they have um, like sorry, Leap also has this nice feature where they don't demand two hundred and fifty k from the project. <laughs> be well, on the other side of that, they, they, not, they also have this other really nice feature. Listen, they have this other really nice feature called ads in your wallet. So you know, there's a give and take there. You know, it is funny, though. I think Kepler had to stop doing that. Otherwise, they weren't going to be allowed on the Apple and Android app stores. The whole charging for listing inside, it somehow is breaking their terms of service. Yeah. I think, I think. All right. But okay, awesome. You get a bad kid, you're in. So quick question to uh, have any of you guys explored? Timmy, can I say something? Can I just give a caveat for the entire convo? The devs who spend too much time in front of fucking screens don't understand the importance and power of mobile. Leap understood that impeccably. Yeah, the desktop app is great. It does what it says on the tin, but the mobile app is light years ahead of anybody else. And I'll tell you why I switched to Leap, shall I? So I, I use Cosmo, uh, Cosmo Station and Kepler, right? And I haven't made the switch. You know why I did? Because Windex, the only mobile app that would work was Leap. The wallet connector didn't fucking work anywhere else, right, on the mobile app. And Beto's like, oh, no, bro, just download Leap. It works fine on there. And I'm like, all right, okay, well, because I, you know, want to wake up in the morning, sit in the garden, manage my state. People really underestimate and underappreciate the fucking importance of mobile. People should be mobile first in this day and age, man, honestly. I hate. I, I completely agree. Crypto. I fucking hate it. 
it's going to be funny asking. But do the do the don't in Africa, the don't in Africa, the don't in India, the don't in fucking yeah. China where they can't afford laptops. You didn't. Yeah. No one cares about you. Bro, I can't like, afford a laptop either. I have like this big ass fucking desktop, man. What you talking about? <laughs> okay, so this, care is, about. this is going to be kind of funny to ask following up that because they don't even have a mobile wallet. But I'm curious if any of you guys use XDeFi and what you think of them. If so, or maybe I was in there. I was in there fucking test. Yeah, I was in there. Like when you when you had, sorry, not the test, but when you know when you had to fucking subscribe. Yeah, it's still on me or the old laptop. I I never got away with it. Okay. In the beginning, chilling it, and that was enough for me to not use it ever. What you say the first part there, Finn? What was enough? I sorry, I, I saw the wrecked gang shilling it and doing competition them. And I was like, yeah, I don't, I don't need a wallet like that. Thanks. I'll tell you what. The only reason it's on my radar and one of my favorites is because I use Thorchain a ton. And rather than having to connect multiple wallets to it, I connect XDeFi and suddenly my Avalanche, Cosmos, Ethereum, all that is like connected. Uh, and Thorchain itself, like, there's yeah, not many it, wallets that support. It was, the only, it was the only proper wallet you could use though with Thorchain originally, right? It was uh, the only kind proper of, wallet. Yeah, so your other option, <laughs> let's say you want... No, before, the, uh, before the native wallet, before the native wallet, it was the very, very, very first wallet. I think... Yeah. Uh, I, I, did trust did trust wallet support not at first. Ruined? Not at first. Now they have so, it. Had, you know, it supported uh, Bep, it supported Bep twenty or uh, sorry uh, yeah 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 Bep twenty or uh, Bep two or whatever. Well, so the, Can you remember back in the early early days? Yeah, the the thing with Thorchain is what it lets you do for a while now is let's say you wanted to swap from a Ethereum to Atom you could connect both your MetaMask and your Kepler wallet to the same browser session at the same time. But that required you to have both those wallets. It's also just more prone to issues and weird connections. So what XDeFi was kind of first to is connect one wallet, access fundamentally different types of chains, like not just EVMs. Um, but but XDeFi has a long way to go UX-wise. So I just wanted to pick your brains on on these wallet questions because both the only for us at ICI. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, well, actually, I could give a little update on Taboo. Um, it, it's interesting. So obviously, it was an UMI project. Its funding got pulled. But they let the project lead, my like former uh, boss who I was working with there, keep the ip branding code etc and i talked with him recently and it has been pretty much completely rebuilt from the ground up even better i don't know what the next step is though i will be kept in the loop but if that work has been done i assume it is because there is a plan in mind to do something with it so there might be a new great wallet in the interchain here soon that you know, the original Taboo Vision was kind of more than a wallet. It's like obviously a wallet in that it manages seed phrases and it's your core place to store stuff, but it also has tightly integrated functions like DeFi and NFTs that aren't just you know, yeah. do you know which wallet, do you know which wallet's gonna win do you know which wallet will in, win the interchain battle? I'll tell you which wallet, shall I? The one that can make fucking Dow Dow work without setting your fucking phone and your device and your house on fucking fire. 
That's the fucking wallet that will win the interchange, isn't it, Finn? Isn't it, Bruce? I don't have any problem with uh, that. That's, no. not, that's not gonna be. Yeah, that's not gonna be reliable. Oh, hold you on, hold on. Yeah, wait, wait. wait. Are you hold on. Yeah, I want to dive into this real quick. I, I can't stay too long, but uh, maybe I do different things on it than you guys. But Dado is pretty smooth for me. I do a couple transactions on, on mobile. Yeah. On, on mobile. On mobile. Come on, Timmy. On mobile. No man. No, even, even no, on desktop, I do it on. I do it on. Hey, do do a little experiment for me. Get one of them little IR heat guns that tell you the temperature or something. Start your phone. Get a no, get a base temp right with nothing. I do it on, and I do then it on desktop. run run Dowdow run and take a temp of your phone and tell me how hot that shit gets. Okay, I do have one of those guns, Finn. Actually, because I'm a dabber, so I will do that as a test. Interesting. Because it turns my phone into a fucking hand warmer. I'll tell you what. That shit's yeah, okay. scary when you got thousand fucking. That's why I wanted to ask. Lots I, uh, of ion chemical power coming at your face. I don't do it on mobile, so I did. I didn't even know that. That's interesting. Is that something they're like well aware of? Has the community done some bitching or? <laughs> I'm sure they are now. <laughs> <laughs> I'll make sure of it. <laughs> oh yeah, we let them know. Cool, cool. Well, to me, this is on desktop. Like, my, my tower's like right next to me, and it has those fans that kind of adjust themselves as needed. And every time I load up, it's probably because of how many NFTs I got, but like, you can hear the fans kick on like extra high when, when that shit loads. So, I, I don't know, man. So, I, I, made a, I made a post and a meme about that on. The meme was on Finn, Finn's request, and I tagged Fire Extinguisher. That shit is so good. <laughs> <laughs> and I tagged Noah and Jake and Seek, I think, in the post, and Noah responded with, "Which page you were using when your phone was burning while you on Dow Dow?" And I basically just said, "The Dap." <laughs> yeah, I think. <laughs> All of it, like. <laughs> Let me put this in a way a dev will understand it. Star dot star. Okay, that means all of it. <laughs> Bro, we have we have we have that many we have that many NFTs as well in the Rack FM DAO, right? That have to like load up. You're seriously in danger of being charged with terrorism if you take your device out in public, like if you're in the middle of a shopping mall <laughs> and you're trying to vote on a fucking governance prop too. There's a very fine chance you're going to find yourself in Guantanamo fucking hello, beer, dude, hello. You have with to, Harold and you have to make that a tweet. That will be the most humorous and effective way at making Dowdow Dow be aware of and look into this problem. Plus, that's just hilarious. <laughs> have you ever seen the, I forget which Iron Man movie it is, but it's when the, they turn like the people into bombs, kind of. He's like, when is a bomb not a bomb? When it's a fucking... When it's your cell phone <laughs> trying to vote on government, you know? That's what that shit always reminds me of. Just going out in public. See if there's a gift from that you can add to the tweet or something. When is a bomb not a bomb? <laughs> oh, fuck. Yeah, I'll be honest with you. I've really fucking enjoyed this space. I have to say it's been an absolute fucking pleasure. Daniel was a great guest, mind. Fucking great guest. Loved having some banter with him, you know. Daniel, Timmy, some nice man, dude. Yeah. No, I mean, I I'm so you busy know, these days. I would not 
be working with them in you know any capacity if I wasn't genuinely a huge fan. And Daniel's a huge part of that for sure. Dude, you know what we talk about though when like a, like a number of interviews are sterile or there's like I mean let's say that like you guys are launching. Uh, early Q- Q1, right? Early in January, probably you said. Knock on wood. Like, think about it. You've got to, yeah, you've got to do the circuit, though, right? And for you guys, we know that the fucking circuit can come. Like, when Finn's been launching singles and stuff, man, people are like, oh, come on, this, and it's real drama, isn't it, Finn? I mean, nobody likes a circuit, right? So we try to, like, break the circuit and not fucking be that. And that's what we had tonight was like, Let's find out who these people are. Let's have a little bit more, like, just in the sterile. You know, Timmy, there's a lot of sterile interviews, right? And there's a lot of interviews, Timmy, that are too technical as well. There's a fine balance, actually. And also for projects that aren't out yet, like 42, if you go that direction, you end up just doing another version of the interview they did last week, right? Like, it's going to be basically the same questions and answers. So that's why I've always been a fan of the way you guys do things. Like organic discussion and such. Oh, dude, that was outstanding tonight. Like, we're going to wind this down now. Uh, Finn will have this edited. We're like on an hour and 10 minutes now. Finn will cut out and put a beginning in. This will be on Spotify and a uh, very good show. I've really enjoyed it. I expect this to do decent replays, actually. Uh, before we say any, before we end out the night, I just want to say congratulations to Finn. Uh, he's or he was on 64 singles, so I just want to say, when I'm 64, will you still love me? Will you still need me? When I'm 64, dum, dum, do, 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 do. I, I kind of remember the words, but you know the song? I love this song. It's by the Beatles, right? You know, when I'm 64 by the Beatles. Robo, you're the will best. you still need me? But he did, he's done fucking 64 copies and you know the thing is like stars is nearly like 2x since we pulled it up which is a big problem it's like nine books or something now compared to like 450 originally but it's we can't control that i said to finn do you want to change the mint price he's like nah fuck that why should we uh, you know he's the boss let me just we can end on we don't have to get into this topic but just as a closing thought and note if there were better Oracle services in the interchain, how would you guys feel about NFT uh, mints, like on Stargaze, that could be paid for in stars or other like, um, you know, volatile tokens, but it was always the same USD value. So tomorrow it might cost 42 stars, uh, whereas today it cost 100 because the price went up. So good. Yeah. Automatic, automatic. Oh, yeah. dude, Whenever come the on. time of Stop buying is, me. you just pay the US like fifty. If the NFT mints fifty dollars, no matter when you buy, it costs whatever is worth fifty dollars at that point in time, and the amount of stars you put in. Dude, you giving me hard on. to pay with stable then? Because then stars is still in the equation, and then you can kind of gamble on. Like if I'm a con, if I'm a creator yeah. and I love stargaze. <laughs> It might just be easier for me to take everything in stars if my plan with USDC would be to buy stars anyways. For that example, you know, it gives you that potential upside, but it also gives you that potential downside. It right? Yeah, it's, it's it's an extra gamble. It's it's fun. It's just a fun thing. Yeah, it'd be cool as an extra option, not like a you know overhaul or anything. But 
anyways, really appreciate you guys having us on. Um, I'll definitely keep keep in touch with you guys. I think Daniel actually wants to start. Um, well, in addition to the wait list up top, everyone should sign up for that. But also a little like kind of insiders group with a couple content creators and such. Um, coin landing page. I will try and get you first first glimpse at the landing page before we launch. Um, Robo, uh, I'll probably chat with you and Bruce about maybe getting you in that influencer group or whatever it ends up being if we create that. Um, but yeah, I really appreciate you guys having us on. I know Daniel was thankful and uh, it's been great. Always a pleasure, never enjoy. Very quickly, coin landing page. We're going to end it. Yeah, very quickly, bro. All right. Yeah, no, I, I, I definitely want to have a look at that landing page. Speaking of landing pages, go take a look at Neutron's new landing page. Ooh, what does new mean? When when did that get updated? Right today. Oh, okay. A couple minutes ago. Oh, let's check right that out on the call. Do it right now. Let's see. Wait, a couple of minutes ago, a, a, couple, a couple of minutes ago, what? Oh, wow. Yeah. Rebrand. Interesting. Okay, they're going with the green jewelry. color palette now. I kind of like this. Very cool. Very cool. Did they tease this or announce it, or did this just kind of drop, like, boom, rebrand out of nowhere? Or not even rebrand, but overhaul, I guess. Overall, yeah, well, it's a rebrand. It's a, it's an upgrade. Yeah. Uh, more more to come in the future. Awesome. Were you involved in this at all, or? I was involved in it all. Oh, this was your work, my friend. Yes. Beautiful, dude. Awesome, awesome job. This looks phenomenal. Do you know what That's I feel cool. like, Gandhi? I love like Cosmos. Bringing... People can talk shit like... about Cosmos all they want. Sorry to cut you off, Robo, but just like. Did you so just say you feel like Gandhi, man? Every time. Yeah, I've okay, hold Gandhi. on. Maybe I won't switch off. I like <laughs> every, that. Every time. And recognized by a team like Neutron. But what was that, Robo? <laughs> every time I've mentioned Gandhi. Well, we're, bringing people, we're bringing people together. We're bringing people together. Did you hear the love, the brotherly love between Timmy and Coin Lander Page? That was a beautiful moment. For one moment, I felt like Nelson Mandela. I felt like Gandhi. I felt like fucking Bill Clinton. Not Bill Clinton, sorry. I just felt like I was bringing the world together. Every I felt like Trump, you know? I have mentioned for the past, what, 18 months or so, that I have mentioned the word Gandhi, Robo. You have said, Gandhi, pedophile, fucker, he slept with me. Uh, no, 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 no. Right. But there's a moment, there's a moment. I've heard it multiple times. But there's a moment to say, like, you know, Gandhi did some good, some that good in his moment. life anyway. But them yeah. two, them that I then too had a moment, and on that moment, we're going to end the space. Yeah. So I'm going to say to you all, good night, God bless, Merry Christmas, give your loved ones a kiss, because I can't, and I wish I could, and just take care of yourselves and watch what you're doing. Too. If you're in the Northern Hemisphere, it's winter, be careful out on the roads and shit, look after your own, you know, enjoy your family, enjoy the good stuff. Crypto will still be here on January the 2nd. All right, kids? And with that note, it was a pleasure to speak to Daniel tonight. Pleasure with Timmy on the official account. Shout out 42. I'm excited to see what's coming. Shout out Colin Lennon Page and the new run team for dropping a bang in front end. I'll just have a quick look. 
and good night and God bless and God speak you all. The loveliest tip is spaces as always for recording. Motherfuckers screaming out loud, looking for mercy before they find themselves working a corner down in Jersey. What could be worse? Misrepresenting the first come first serve mentality stuck in the burbs. I'll be numbing up first before discovering what works, and we'll see what other kinds of trash is under the dirt. We rape and plunder the earth, sit and wonder about the worth and plate. Ring around the rosy while the thunder is served. Motherfuckers walking around here looking faceless, trying to make a living selling friendship bracelets. Dead ends dragging out the max amount of payments. Red down days got them acting all bankless. Yo fam, what? Check these token knocks. They probing this bear, flexing broken knives. I had to lay my soul down. I'm just roasting knives and then to end a long day. Eleven bowls of chronic. Never known the politic. I was born to frolic. It's been my policy to pollinate all over the plot. We got a lot of apologists jumping in at the top. We like to measure their velocity. Before they hit rock bottom over the impossible loss It's all moss and I'm liking the odds Fondue in the morning forming mycological bonds Flick the cap yo the world is highly involved Flip a coin diary falls Motherfuckers screaming out loud looking for mercy Before they find themselves working a corner down in Jersey What could be worse misrepresenting the first come first serve Mentality stuck in the burbs I'll be numbing up first before discovering what works And we'll see what other kinds of treasures under the dirt We rape and plunder the earth Sit and wonder about the worth and play Ring around the rosy while the thunder is served Trying to figure out the max amount of dinner lay Stacked and non-toxic Just to get a better place Smacking on the hostage Like the shit is play for keeps Clowns, white knight, and all these Maybellines They call it implausible When model after model keeps on Ripping off the coat and going full throttle beats Tearing apart your community All these low-hanging fruits Bearing zero liquidity Got a planet in reach Coming standard to each I'm on the back ten stargazing after the siege Commanding all the management to grab a few seats and then we'll round up the beasts and send a messenger east. Y'all better sign a release when I'm bumping these beats. Hands up if I got motherfuckers drumming the streets. Yo, we got a few dubs, we got a couple defeats. And if you're coming for the king, you better have some of each. Motherfuckers, motherfuckers screaming out loud, looking for mercy before they find themselves working a corner down in Jersey. What could be worse? Misrepresenting the first come first serve mentality stuck in the burbs. I'll be numbing up first before discovering what works and we'll see what other kinds of treasures under the dirt. We rape and plunder the earth Say and wonder about the worth and play Ring around the rosy while the thunder is served